Hey everyone, I'm Ann Bogle, and this is What Should I Read Next, episode 21. Welcome to the show that's dedicated to answering the question that plagues every reader, what should I read next? We don't get bossy on this show. What we will do here is give you the information you need to choose your next read. Every week, we'll talk all things books and reading and do a little literary matchmaking with one guest. For today's bonus episode, we have a very special guest, my eight-year-old daughter, Lucy. Lucy lives in Louisville, Kentucky with her mom and her dad and her three siblings. She's a third grader who loves music, sports, and all kinds of animals. And her picks today are going to remind you about all the books that made you first fall in love with reading. A comment I get all the time is that my kids or myself are probably never at a loss for good books to read. I hope you find it comforting to hear that that is not the case. We have seasons of plenty, but we sure have our dry spells too. It takes a long time to get a feel for what you like and what you don't, and talking through it with a fellow reader is often the best way to push through. Of course, I hope you enjoy this conversation. But more than that, I hope listening in today can help you figure out what you want to read next and can help prepare you for having that helpful conversation with a fellow reader in your life, no matter what age they are. Let's get to it. Lucy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I'm glad to hear that. Lucy, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm eight, and I'm in third grade, and I have... Three siblings. Three siblings. And do you like to read, Lou? Yes. Tell us a little bit about how you became a reader. Were you born reading? Um. I'm just kidding. How old were you when you really started reading books? Around six. Around six. And what were the first books you started reading? Well, I read the Mother Daughter Book Club series. I remember when you got started with those. Are those your favorites now? Wait, don't answer that. Don't answer that because you know how this works. You're going to tell me three books you love, one book you hate, and what you're reading now, and then we will talk about what you should read next. Do you always have enough books to read? Not always. It's a little hard to find the right ones. What makes it hard? There's not too many books I think I'll like, but once I read them, I like them. You know, that still happens when you're a grown-up. Don't worry. We'll find good books for you today. Lucy, did I already say here's how this works? Yeah. Okay. Lucy, tell us three of your favorite books. What's the first one? Island of the Blue Dolphins. Ooh, you just read that one. How did you happen to start reading that book? Well, I saw it in my Famous Men of Rome classroom. You did? And it was a little... And the cover looked a little interesting Mm -hmm. because it was on the waters Mm -hmm. Do you like stories that happen on the water? Yeah. And. I didn't know that about Famous Men of Rome. I thought you were going to say, well, one day my mom was at Half Price Books. So so when I brought it to you from Half Price Books, because it was on sale for $1.75, I thought it was worth taking a chance on. And I handed it to you. You'd already seen it before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were in a waiting room and you were bored. So you started reading it right away. What did you like about that story? It happened on the water. That's a good story. Yeah. And a lot happens because she's living alone Mm -hmm. on the island for most of it Mm -hmm. and so she has to take care of herself and hunt for food Mm -hmm. was that interesting yeah okay was that a realistic story could you imagine that actually happening or was it totally made up i mean Um, was it was it like harry potter was it all magical and strange it might have been able to happen in real life 
maybe a little um a little bit ago but did, did you like that about it yeah cool have you read that book sequel called zia no yeah me either um most readers don't think it's quite as good but since you loved island of the blue dolphin so much we'll take a chance on it i think that's not one of your picks don't worry okay what is another book you loved I really like the Lemonade War because mm-hmm. the kids were young. Mm-hmm. And how young? Like your age, or younger um, than you? About my my age. Um, Evan was going into fourth grade, mm-hmm. and Jessie was going into third grade, but she was skipping that, so she's going into fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And I liked all the lemonade stuff. Yeah. What did you like about that book? Did it make you laugh? Did it make you cry? Did it make you stay up too late with your flashlight? Well. Was it just fun to read? Yes. And since they have the lemonade war, Mm -hmm. no one really ends up winning. Oh. Did you like that about it? There's no loser? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, and that book has sequels too. So we'll have to get you those to read because you haven't yet, have you? Yeah. You haven't had a chance? Okay. What is your third book that you love? Muggy Maggie. Who's that by? Beverly Cleary. And how do you feel about Beverly Cleary? Um, she's good. I've read some of the Ramona books. I thought you'd read every single Ramona book. No? Not all of them? Hmm, Maybe we'll put those on your list, too. And Henry Huggins. Yeah. I really like Beverly Cleary. But I had never heard of Muggy Maggie until you told me you already read it. So what's that one about? Um, it's about this girl named Maggie, mm-hmm. who doesn't, she's going into third grade, and she doesn't want to learn cursive, mm-hmm. but she has to. Why, sort of, yeah. why is she called Muggy Maggie? That doesn't sound like a well, nice nickname, is it? No, because this guy in her class, like, doesn't like her, and keeps, and he keeps pushing the table into, like, her chest. Oh, does that and, mess up her handwriting? Um... No, but she doesn't like it. No. Muggy doesn't like it. No, I wouldn't like it. And either. when she's writing cursive, she writes her name as Muggy. And oh, the teacher knows now I get it. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he, his name is Kirby. Mm-hmm. He calls her Muggy Maggie. The teacher calls her Muggy Maggie? No, Kirby does. Okay. I thought that was a terrible teacher for a second. What did you like about that book? So Beverly Cleary is usually funny. Is Muggy Maggie funny? Yes. And at the end of the book, mm-hmm. she ends up learning cursive because mm-hmm. the teacher says she needs a message monitor. And What's a message monitor? She brings letters from her teacher to like the principal and other teachers. Mm-hmm. And Muggy raises her hand and she... And the teacher calls on her, and so she's the message monitor. And she first brings a letter to the principal, mm-hmm. but and she wants to see what it's about and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's written in cursive. Mm-hmm. And when the principal writes back, she, she peeks at it, and it, she saw her name. Mm-hmm. And she... Knows it's in cursive, mm-hmm. and she can't read that, so she gets curious, and she wants to know what they're talking about her, or mm-hmm. why they're talking about her, 
and what they're saying about her. Was that her motivation to finally learn cursive? Yeah. Okay, cool. So she triumphs in the end over her handwriting? Yeah. Nice. Now, tell me one book you don't like so much. I didn't really like Dear Pen Pal by Heather Vogel Frederick. Now, this surprises me because I thought you and your sister Sarah have read all those books like five times each. I've only read all the ones except for Wish You Were Air mm-hmm. once. Okay. So what is it that you didn't like about Dear Pen Pal? Not much happened. It was sort of boring and the girls were like teenagers. Okay. So you like plots with lots of action? Yeah. This one, did, it's called Dear Pen Pal. They write a bunch of letters to each other, don't they? Yeah. Okay. So you want plots with action, not letters. Yeah. And they're teenagers and you're eight. So, so five, six, seven years older than you, that's too big a difference? You want kids your age? Yeah. Okay. I think we can do that. Lucy, what are you reading now? Well, I was doing Black Beauty and I just finished Miracle on 34th Street. Wait, isn't that a Christmas book? Yes, but... That's okay. I mean, you can read books any time of year, but how did you happen to be reading Miracle on 34th Street in the spring? I saw it in school library. Oh, that's a good way to find books. Lucy, is there anything you want to be different about the books you read or about the way you read them? I like books that could happen in real life, mm-hmm. like realistic fiction, and I also like books that actually did happen. Um, I liked the Laura Ingalls Wilder ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are really good. That's about it. Okay, so you want to find more books about kids your age in stories that actually happened or could have happened? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think we can do that. Lucy, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on what you like, and I have three picks for your reading list right after the break. Hey readers, before I give Lucy my recommendations about what she should read next, I want to thank Book of the Month for sponsoring today's episode. If you're an avid reader, there's nothing better than getting lost in a great new story. Book of the Month is the subscription box that keeps your reading life adventurous. Each month, you'll choose from five powerful, immersive new books you might not have heard of otherwise. They deliver your choice directly to your doorstep. Save 30% off a new three-month membership with the code READNEXT, and you'll get three brand new hardcovers for just over $10 each. Go to whatshouldireadnextpodcast.com slash book of the month to get started, and use the code READNEXT to save 30% off your new membership. Remember, that's what should I read next podcast.com slash book of the month. And don't forget that we have another special episode coming this Tuesday. So many of you have asked if we'll ever get to hear back from previous guests of the show. That answer is yes. I have updates from a half dozen or so guests who are coming back to share what they read and what they thought. It's been so much fun catching up with these guests, and I can't wait to share their updates with you in the next episode. To make sure you don't miss out, take a minute now and make sure you're subscribed to the show by heading to whatshouldireadnextpodcast.com slash iTunes or by using your favorite podcasting app. I'm an Apple user and Overcast is my app of choice. The Android users in my life tell me they love Stitcher and Podcast Addict to keep up with their favorite podcasts. Whatever you use, take a minute to do that now so you don't miss any future episodes. Now, back to my conversation with Lucy. Readers, welcome back. Lucy, since I live with you, I have a pretty good idea of what you like and what you don't, 
And what I like about the favorites you picked today is that they're very typical for you. Like your responses did not surprise me. This sounds like the kind of stuff that you pretty normally enjoy. So what we're looking for are good, interesting, realistic stories about kids your age or just a little bit older, definitely not teenagers, that have lots of action where stuff actually happens and you're not so wild about fantasy series that have princesses and witches and dragons and magic and all that stuff. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Let's give these titles a try. Book one is Gone Away Lake by Elizabeth Enright. When you look at this book, there's a big pool of water on the cover. It's the story of a 10-year-old girl named Portia Blake who goes to live with her cousins one summer. And these cousins live out in the country and Portia loves the country. So she thinks they're going to have an awesome summer in a very normal kind of awesome way. They're going to swim and fish and explore and play outside all summer. Yeah. Would you like that kind of summer? Yeah. Okay. But that's not what happens. What happens instead is that Portia and her cousins, they're playing on the lake and on the other side of the lake from her uh, cousin's house, they find this abandoned ghost town and they find out that the lake used to be this really fancy resort town where people would pay a lot of money to go stay in these fancy houses by the lake and spend their summers there. Kind of like we go to the beach every summer. So they start exploring and finding all this cool stuff left over from when people used to come, and they discover some secrets about what used to happen there. And it's a fun book with great characters. The writing is a little bit cheeky sometimes, and it happens by the water. So I think it has your criteria. What do you think? It sounds good. Do you know, like, how old exactly the kids are? Yes. Portia is 10 and she goes to stay with her cousin who's 12 and that cousin has some siblings that I think are like six and eight okay that's how old the kids are okay how does that sound good you want to give it a try okay yeah book two I'm a little nervous about book two because your sister's read it and I know how you feel about books that your older sister has already read But I think it's good for you, so I'm recommending it, and I know you haven't read it. It is Betsy Tacey by Maud Hart Loveless. And you've heard of this book because we've watched You've Got Mail, like, how many times? Eight? Yeah, we've watched You've Got Mail a ton. Okay, so this is the book that Kathleen Kelly fervently recommends to a girl about your age in one of the scenes in the shop around the corner. Do you remember that part? Yeah. So this book is about a little girl named Betsy, and she lives on Hill Street. I think she's in Minneapolis. They're definitely in Minnesota with her family, and you'll like her family. They sound like a lot of fun. They do they do fun stuff. You'll enjoy that part. So Betsy loves her life on Hill Street with her family, and there are lots of kids on her street, which is fun, but there are no little girls who are Betsy's age, which is kind of a bummer. So, But then a family moves in across the street with a little girl, and from the moment they first meet at Betsy's birthday party, they become best friends, and that girl is Tacy. And they become such good friends that everyone starts thinking of them as Betsy Tacy, and not just Betsy and Tacy, because wherever Betsy is, Tacy is. Wherever Tacy is, Betsy is, so they just go to together and then oh so they have all kinds of adventures I think you'll like their adventures and some are normal adventures like they walk to school but some are more um interesting adventures that maybe get them into a little bit of trouble yeah but they never get in crazy scary trouble so then Betsy and Tacy become friends with Tib whose real name I am sorry to tell you is Thelma you've heard that before right yeah yeah okay how does that sound good I'm not so sure about it I've heard a little about it, 
like them climbing a tree and like Tib falling out or something. I do not remember this. Even though I read this whole series as a grown-up just a few years ago for the first time. Um, it's a big series. There's a lot of books in it. Maybe somewhere around eight. We'll have to look that up because I'm not exactly for sure. I don't remember. But in the beginning books, there are five. And then by the end of the books, Betsy gets married. So they grow up over the years. And you can stop reading when you feel like they get too old for you. When they start going to high school dances, you can just put those books back on your shelf for a few years and wait it out. Okay. Book three is new. It's called Roller Girl, and it's by Victoria Jameson. So this is about two girls named Astrid, which is a real name. Do you know anyone named Astrid? I don't think so. Astrid and Nicole, and they've been best friends for forever. But then, one summer, their friendship is really tested because here's what happens. The girls go to a roller derby, and that's... Do you know what that is? No. Okay. A roller derby is a team sport that you play on roller skates, and it's on a track, And reading this book will make you want to go to one and check it out in person for yourself. So they go to the roller derby and Astrid thinks it is awesome. And she wants to become a roller girl herself and learn how to do the roller derby thing. But Nicole loves ballet and she doesn't want to quit ballet to go do the roller derby thing with Astrid, even though she wants her to. And this is really the first time that one girl has really wanted to do something that takes a lot of time and energy and effort that the other girl hasn't wanted to do too. So they have to figure out what that means for their friendship. And this is a graphic novel. And we've had some of these in the house. That means the author uses words and lots and lots and lots of pictures to tell the story. And the pictures in this book are fun and bright and colorful. These girls are 11. We'll have to look that up. But it's sweet and spunky, which are words we use to describe you a lot. Yeah. And I think you might enjoy it. What do you think? You want to check it out? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Lucy, what do you think you'll read next? I'll read Gone Away Lake first. That sounds great. Lucy, thank you for talking books with me today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Hey readers, I hope you enjoyed today's special episode. If you have an idea for what Lucy should read next, go to the show notes page at whatshouldireadnextpodcast.com slash 21, that's numeral 2-1, and leave a comment there. That's where you'll also find a list of all books discussed in today's episode. I also wrote a blog post recently inspired by Lucy and her older sister, Sarah, who's 11. It's a list of 12 great books for tween girls, and the link to it is in the show notes, so go check it out now. Readers, that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. As Reiner Maria Rilke says, ah, how good it is to be among people who are reading. Happy reading, everyone.